This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. With me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz, the man at training camp, Chris Bizignano. All right, dude. So the last time we spoke, it was day one of training camp, or the last time we had a podcast, and now you have a, you know, a full week. Um, just want to hear your overall assessment, Chris, and then we'll go into a lot of detail, pretty probably about every position and every every coach at this point. Yeah. Um, well, the offenses look good the last few days. That's positive. You know, it's it's a you know, people were panicking over you know last week. You, you have to give it time. It's a whole new system, bro. You know. Yeah. Uh, but Daniels looked really good the last few days. Uh, right. He was really sharp yesterday. Uh, the wide receivers, you know, they, you know, they really come. Kenny Galladay is a positive sign. Um, but it's a whole new system. You know, it, it takes time, Jerry. And and in this system, I'm going to get into this a little bit. You know, first of all, the creativity is going to be off the charts. You see it already, and this is just the tip of the iceberg. You know, yeah. uh, Dable believes in mashups. He believes in you know, playing to peop, uh, play his strengths and all that. I mean, there was a formation today where Kadarius was in a Wildcat and Wandell and uh, Saquon were in the backfield. You know, yeah. I've seen Wandell run the ball in the backfield. You know, right. you know. so these are all different things you're going to see. Um, it's a system where Dable wants to create all kinds of matchups. Um, and it's also a system where... Daniel Jones is going to have to be on the same page as his receivers communication-wise. Mm-hmm. Because this is not just a, you know, three hook routes and maybe a go or a seven <laughs> route. Yeah. And that's what you're doing. Yeah. It's a different story now where, now, don't get me wrong. And Dable explained a little bit today. I was actually talking with Dable on the side yesterday um, after practice. We were talking about this. Now, when I say there's a lot more freedom for the receivers to run routes, what I mean by that is not that, okay, well, they're supposed to do a, you know, just say, for argument's sake, a little hook, and he decides, you know what, I'm going to do a deep cross, you know, F this, I'm going to do what I want. No, that's, that's not what we're talking about. So what Dable's system and Kafka's system is, is that wide receivers are going to look at defenses and they're going to run certain routes depending on that, what that defense is shown. Not every defense disguises well, okay? You might have a guy, they might see a cover two and they're going to run a certain route, you know, against a defender in a cover two where Daniel's going to read his body language. And this is, folks, this is what Tom Brady has done his whole career. <laughs> he did this up in New England. This yeah. is why it was so tough. This is why some receivers really couldn't play with Tom Brady a la Chad Johnson, a couple other guys, because they couldn't get on the same page with him because it was so complicated, the offense, as far as you had to be on the same page. And that's what you're seeing here, you know, with Jones and Wandell, who looks phenomenal, by the way, Robinson. Kadarius, who looks phenomenal, by the way. Galladay, you know, guys like that, they're going to get on the same page because they're going to read certain defense and they're going to run certain routes for what that defense and that defender is doing. And Daniel's going to have to read that body language, okay? And they're going to have to be on the same page. So it takes a lot of time is what I'm saying. That's what I mean. If you see me tweet about there's a lot more freedom in route running in this, that's what I mean. Not like, well, I'm just going to run it. You know what? I think I'll do a go here, you know, even though I'm supposed to yeah. do a little yeah. post. No, that's, that's not what we're talking about. And Dable, 
explain that today. And I talked to Dable yesterday, actually on the side about it after practice. And I actually got him a few minutes and um, I was coming back from uh, eating. And, I'm sorry, coming back from the uh, presses and I got him. And, and, I, see, and I was, you know, I was like, Dave, you know, that those little choice routes. And he, no, oh, Chris, you know, it was, you know, we believe in our guys leading defenses, and this is what Daniel's going to do, and it takes a while. And, and, and it's sure enough, somebody asked Dave that today, yeah. and he went into it a little bit. So that's, when, when you hear me say that, Jerry, that's something you didn't see the last few years. It was scripted routes. Yes. Pen to paper routes. Yeah. yeah. And, and, dude, how many times did I point it out on Big Tuesdays? On Big, Big Tuesdays. Well, look at this, Jerry. Look, three eggs, three eggs, you know. So that's what Dable and Kafka believe. Like I said, this is something Tom Brady has done his whole career. The 20 years in New England, you saw it a thousand yeah. times. You had to be on the same page as Brady. had to be the same as receivers. He had to be the same page as Tom. So that's what's being worked in. Now, Daniel, when they do one-on-ones, you see a lot of these double moves, you know, and they're you know looking at defenders' shoulders. And I tell you what, man, um, there's a couple of guys – you know, Kadarius Tony looks phenomenal, okay? This Wandale, you know, I, I put on Twitter, I think about four or five days ago, I said, guys, folks, get ready, because this offense is going to do Robinson, Tony, and Saquon. Yeah, you said on the podcast, too. Yeah. I'm sorry, did I say on the podcast? I thought I put yeah. it on Twitter. Yeah. Okay, I'm so wondering around so much, I don't remember what the hell I even do. Yeah. So, um, and that's what you're seeing. And, and, and you're seeing Dable, last few days, getting Galladay, uh, actually today, getting Galladay involved. To what he does best. So if you got a one-on-one matchup with Kenny, right? You throw the ball up, dude. Yeah. Let Kenny go up and get it like he did yeah. today, twice. Right. I saw it the other day, you right. know? Or, okay, so let's let's use a little stack formation to the right. And let's get Kenny. Let's try to free up Kenny that way. Okay? And let's do yeah. a cross, which I've seen with Galladay. So for Giant fans... Positive sign. Galladay's healthy, Jerry. Galladay's healthy. You remember last training camp? He missed it, right? Basically the whole damn camp. Yeah, and a right? new team, um, new system, new everything, right. new quarterback, and had no he's, chemistry. Right. He's healthy. He loves this system. The receivers all talk about how they love what Dable does. Dable tries all different things. He's playing to their strengths. He's going to try to get guys open this way, that way. Saquon's a big weapon out in the backfield. Okay. How does he look, Chris? How does he look? He looks explosive. He looks like a rookie year, dude. Just yeah. stay. Just hope he stays healthy, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he's going to have a big year. Yeah. Okay? And he's going to have a big year if he gets some help up front. We're going to get into the offensive line a little bit in a few minutes. So, Daniel, you know, he's going to take time. The last two days, <laughs> it went from, well, you know, should Daniel be cut, traded, Please, let's move on. Taylor, get Taylor in there. Get Garoppolo over here. Get, I don't know. Whatever the hell is flying around. I just shake my head, dude. Whatever the hell is flying around to, wow, Daniel looks great. You know? Was, yeah. Wow, look at Daniel winging it all over. And I, I put it on Twitter yesterday. I said, Daniel's winging it all over the lot here. You know? Yeah. And, and dude, I'm there. I, I'm right in the silent. I see what the F, I see what the hell's going on. You know? Is that is that a confidence thing, you think, Chris, with the new offense and he's just getting more comfortable? I think he's, what, what's happening, Jerry? is that he's growing confidence each day as he's learning the system, as he's getting in this, uh, getting on the same page with his receivers. Yeah. And it's good. And it's a process. And Dable talks about it. You know, nobody goes crazy when you look at film this time of year and say, all right, 
you know, we didn't do this. Uh, let's work. Let's see what we did wrong here and this and that. Now, some of the interceptions, you know, some with Daniels, Daniels, some weren't, you know. Uh, like yesterday, Dable didn't even realize this, and he mentioned it today. But I was talking to Dable after practice yesterday, and we talked about the Juan Dale <clears throat> uh, interception that Adori, his second one, Adori's second of the day, where yeah. I thought Juan Dale slipped on his cut. Wasn't 100% sure, because obviously there's no replay when I'm there. You see it right. one quick time and say, oh, yo, did he slip? And then Dable said today, well, one guy, you know, one, one of our skilled guys slipped on his cut, you know? Oh, okay. But it's funny because Dable yesterday, before he looked at the film, before he found out, thought that was a bad throwaway, Daniel. Because he told me, he goes, Chris, did you notice? I called the same play right after that. The same thing. Yeah. And I was like, you know what, coach? I, I really didn't realize. Did you call it? He goes, yeah, I called the same thing. I wanted him to execute it. You know? I said, well, I, t- I said to myself, I think Wandell slipped on that break. But whatever, you know, he goes, was he? I didn't see that. Obviously, he did. So that wasn't Daniel's fault. That's what I'm saying. You got to look at each interception. Yeah. Some have been Daniel. Now, has Daniel missed some throws? Sure. Has Daniel missed really any throws the last few days? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. He's been excellent. It's a positive sign. As he gets used to this offense, you know, it's a it's a quarterback-friendly offense too, bro. You know, yeah. Um, so that's positive signs for the offense. Saquon looks real explosive. Made an unbelievable catch yesterday on a back shoulder throw around the one-yard line. Um, and it look, that, the red zone, especially the low red, five-yard line in, ten-yard line in, um, they're doing all different things, bro. They're going to try a thousand different things to make this red zone better. Um and I think Giant fans should be excited about that. You know, that's what I'm talking about when I put out, you know, this offense is light years ahead of the last two years, Jerry, because, right. uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I know some people, I saw some people on Twitter respond, how can you say that they haven't played it? De- well, it's what I'm seeing. Scheme, you know? scheme, scheme. It's scheme-wise. Right. It's what I'm right. seeing, what they're trying. Yeah. Motion, right. you know, all stacks, crosses, all, all kinds of stuff, you know, going on. Uh, and Daniel's legs, you know. Yeah. So that's what I'm seeing in camp, Jerry. Uh, obviously, a very positive sign the last few days because the first few days at camp, three, four, you know, the defense was dominating, bro. You know, yeah. Uh, but it hasn't been that way the last few days. Uh, just we'll get to the defense a little bit, but those are some positive signs. Now, well, real quick, one of the yeah. things I'm happy to hear about Galladay because I almost look at him as an looked at him as an afterthought, like a guy like let's just right. get to next year so we can get rid of him. And even if we incur a cap hit, we, we save some cap money because you can't do it this year. I was just looking at him like, you know what? This is never going to work with him. We, we just signed him to, to you know, we, we made a bad deal here. But to see the highlights of today even, um, going down the sidelines on Jackson, and he's, like you said, he, there's, there's more chemistry. It's almost like a bonus for me now because of what you said. It's Tony, Wandale, and, and Barkley, right? And that's how they're going to run the offense. Anything Galladay contributes in my head right now is a, a friggin' bonus. Because of yeah. just of, of how bad he looked last year and how it started off this year, where you thought, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if this is ever going to work with him. So, yeah. Well, I could tell you this, Jerry, Brian Dable and Mike Kafka are going to try to make it work, bro. Yeah, good, good. You know, um, yeah, they're going to see some, you know, some matchups, and they're going to go to Galladay, bro. You know, good. And they're going to look. You're going to see him on goes. You know, when he gets that man coverage, Jerry, you're going to see Daniel take a sh- now. Whether or not they execute it, that's another story. But they're going to take some shots, Jerry. Something we begged for last year, right? Take yeah. some shots with Galladay. Use his side. Throw it up and let him go get it. He spent you know? $72 million. Give him the ball. Right. Right. So, 
Um, that you're going to see, man. Now, now the offensive line, mm. Andrew Thomas is looking great. I mean, he's been, you know, they, they do one-on-one drills, um, which I'm sure everybody sees. I'm sure you saw yeah. it. I know they put it on mm-hmm. uh, either me or somebody else or the Giants.com. You know, they put a lot of stuff on Twitter. Um, and Andrew Jones is, I don't think he's been beat one time. Andrew Thomas, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, Andrew Jones, listen to me. I'm sorry. Andrew Thomas, <laughs> I don't think he's been beat one time. Yeah, good. That's great. Evan Neal has, you know, a little bit, been a little bit up and down. Yeah. You know, he's just a rookie. This, you know, the speed of this level is much different than playing, you know, at Alabama. Okay, I think I think Giant fans all had a uh, a collective heart attack when they saw O'Shane Zimenez beat him. That was the one. Look, if if, yeah. if Thibodeau beats him, it's oh, okay. Thibodeau, good. Okay, that's that's a good sign. When yeah. Zimenez beat him, I think everybody thought, oh no, oh no. But you're like, yeah, look, right. he's a rookie. Look, he's he's a rookie. He's got to clean yeah. up some technique. You know, he actually held uh, uh, Thibodeau. Uh, actually, started off the. The pass pro, pretty good to set. And then Thibodeau tried to, got around him a little bit. And instead of just riding him out, which Evan has been doing well. He does that well. He's been doing that well. He rides that edge guy out of that pocket. Yeah. You know, past the quarterback. Today he gets beat a little bit by Thibodeau. You know, Thibodeau's, <laughs> Thibodeau's no tomato. Right. <laughs> okay? Right. right. He, and he kind of he yanked at his jersey a little bit. Yeah. Boom, the flag came out. Yeah, you know? for those of you who don't know, Chris put a, a tweet out about, you know, kind of what happened in that play. So... Yeah, um, but for the most part, Evans been good. Been beat yeah. a few times, you know. But he's just a rookie, man. Yeah, you know he's got to clean up some stuff, and he will. But for the most part, he's been good. Obviously, a major upgrade from what they had last year, Jerry. You yeah. know, um, yeah. but the offensive line. Look, the interior of the offensive line. Uh, now Feliciano has been out the last three days. The heat exhaustion dehydration all that stuff he came back today for a few series and he went back out and they have had it they've had to move you know jamil douglas <laughs> they even put brennison at center and then they actually also moved lemieux to center they've been work cross training him at center putting a zidu at left guard okay so they get some snaps there because um now the interior offensive line has been getting controlled a lot by dexter lawrence and leo williams They've just been getting dominated up front. When Feliciano's in there, it's a little bit better. You know, um, but one of the concerns I have right now is the interior offensive line. That has now, to get better. Now, does that include Glowinski, Chris? Is he, that is includes he... Glowinski, yeah. Okay, I'm just saying, I know he's part of the interior, but he's struggling as well? No, yeah, he's struggling. You know, he, he's been getting controlled. Not, not as much, but at times, he's, you know, yeah. Leo and Dex have got. Look, Leo Williams on doubles is splitting doubles. Dex is pushing guys back. They've been dominant up front. Yeah, as a fan, I don't know if I'm upset or, like, am I upset about the line or am I happy that maybe Lawrence is kind of coming into his own, that Leah Williams is yeah. is excelling? Like, I don't know how to feel about that, Chris. Yeah. I, 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 I completely understand what you're saying about the interior line getting um, manhandled, but from a fan's perspective, it's... I don't know what to think. You know, I I, yeah. I I really want to see them against opposing teams. I believe yeah. you. I'm just saying, sure. like, I want to see what they do against opposing teams as well. Because I don't know if I should be happy about Lawrence or or should I say, oh, my God, here we go again. This line's still not fixed after 10 years. So No. Yeah. Well, look, Jerry, it's way too early for that. 
Yeah. You know, I'm just telling. Look, Leo Williams and Dexter Lawrence are no tomatoes, as we know. Yeah, right. You know. Yeah. Um, but it, it it is a concern the way these guys basically have dominated from day one of camp. Yeah. I, I think you've seen my tweets. Yep. I'm sure you've seen video of it. Yeah. Um, Leo's like flying around out there, man. He's he's you know he's right. been unbelievable. You know, but you know, um, so should are you at that concern level yet? No, I mean don't be. I'm just telling you what's going on. Yeah. You know now. When they play New England next week, Jerry, and if the ones are out there, I'm not sure how much you know, Dable's going to go with the ones. Or, you know, it's the first time we're getting to learn how he's going to coach in a preseason game, first preseason game. I'm not sure if the ones are going to be out there or not. But, you know, and if Bill Belichick puts his ones out there, which I'm not sure what he's going to do, but if like a Christian Balmer uh, comes in and just wings guys aside in the first series, and you know, then you say, oh, God, you know. Um, but, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. I'm just telling you what's going on. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, obviously Feliciano, it, he'll be back. It's not like it's a knee injury, it's a shoulder, nothing like that. He's going to be back, uh, and and when he's in there, Jerry, it's a, it's much better. Don't get me wrong, it's much yeah. better. When Feliciano's okay. in, there, it's much better. Yeah, you know, and we all know Feliciano's going to be there. This is not a serious injury. He's dehydrated. The heat got him the other day, and all that. So, be concerned yet? No, but here's something to be concerned about, Jerry. Mm. The offensive line depth. Yeah, you're right. Um, Matt Gano, a guy they were looking at uh, for maybe like a swing guy, right tackle. Now Brian, you know Brian Dable kind of made it known today that they don't really believe in shifting a whole offensive line if one goes down. They kind of believe in the plug-in. Okay, so if a left guard goes down, okay, the left Azidio get him in a left guard. Not like okay, let's put let me you know one guy goes to center, another guy goes to left tackle, one guy's a right guard. Right. Dable doesn't believe in that, and Bobby Johnson, the offensive line coach, you know they kind of he got got into that a little bit, Dable, and it seems like they're going to play that. No, all right, who's the left guard? Get him in there. We're not going to switch three other guys over. Yeah, like, like some teams do, you know. Yeah. Um. So, right now the third round pick Joshua Ezidio, um, he's a, he's gotten reps at left tackle, yeah, guard, right tackle. Okay. Right. Um. So Jerry. The depth really isn't there. Like I just, I started getting into Matt Gonneau, a guy they were looking at maybe to fill in that, excuse me, one of those tackle position, and he he just retired. He just left the team. Yeah. He didn't really show much anyway, in camp, but he just left. Yep. Uh, so, if the season started now, Jerry, which it obviously is a month away, over a month, uh, Joshua Zedio is going to be coming in, like say Andrew or God forbid Evan goes down. That first game against Tennessee to get injured, whatever. Ezekiel's gonna be coming off the sideline, yeah, bro, and he's gonna yeah. fill in one of those spots. Yeah. Um, you know, I, you know, I thought maybe Max Garcia, the veteran, maybe he'll be looking. He's been with the threes. I, I don't even think they even have plans for him to play center guard. You know, um, the other draft pick. I want to say this right. McKetrick. <laughs> McKethan, I'm sorry. The, the oh fifth yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick. right, right, right. The, the, other, and, yeah, the he, other UNC kid, right? Right, Marcus McKethan. Um. He's been getting some reps at tackle and guard, too. Mostly guard, but he's been getting some tackles. So you see what they're thinking there. But the depth is a concern, Jerry. Um, because Jamil Douglas playing center. Dude, please. You know, um, not <laughs> do not feel secure about that. What was that, the sign of the cross? Yeah, I did the sign of the cross, folks. I just did the sign of the cross, folks, to Jerry. If Jamil Douglas has to come in. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so... Um, it's basically, I look at this line right now, and McKethan kid looks like he's got something there, and he's going to have to work in. But right now, it's, 
you know, you dress seven for game day, right? Yeah. Uh, and you look at Joshua Zidio is going to be one of the guys active, and we're going to see who the other guy <laughs> that's going to be active on game days, uh, because the depth right now is a concern. There, there isn't, there really isn't depth. You know, yeah, and it, I, I mean, this kid is, is still a rookie, man. So this is unfortunately what we were left with, right? Like we were left with a horrible line. You know, it's it, Rome wasn't built in a day. I mean, I, it, Giant fans, it's hard to be patient because you've been patient for a while, but. It is what it is. Um, you know, we weren't going to have five solid starters and three solid backups this year. It just wasn't going to happen. Um, right. But you know, yeah, like like you're saying, it sounds like depth is the is the big issue, and you hope that the interior of the line can can gel and even can play. Like, hopefully, Sienna gets back out there, so there's some continuity. Do you still see Lemieux winning left guard, Chris? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Right now, I do. Yeah. Okay. It looks. You know why, Jerry? Because. This is the plan. This is what it looks. That's what it seems like to me. What they're thinking is that Lemieux's going to left guard, dude. Ezekiel's going to come off that sideline because Lemieux can't play tackle, bro. Right. And Ezekiel, you know what I mean? So yeah. You know, I'm not obviously you could kick Ezekiel out the tackle. Lemieux goes at guard. Um, if something happens during the game, but to me, yeah, listen, Lemieux hasn't been bad, Jerry. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, Lemieux, right, you know, right. Lemieux's, Lemieux's been pretty decent. Hmm. The, the, the more of a concern is that center position, Jerry. Yeah, that's where Dex and Leo's really done their damage. Is <laughs> over that zero man, over that center, and a little bit between Glowinski and the center. But, uh, but like I said, Feliciano has been out, and like a guy like Jamil Douglas and even Ben Brennison when they get in it. I mean, Leo and Dex are just winging them aside like rag dolls, bro. <laughs> you know, um, so, but it's time. You know, Feliciano when he gets back in it, Lemieux, Glowinski, time to get the, you know get stuff together. I'm not panicking yet, dude, but I'm just telling you that. You know, the interior line, Dex and Leo have controlled it up front. Even even the draft pick, Jerry. Um, DJ, um, Davidson. Know, DJ, yeah, Davidson. Even he's pushed a pocket at times. Yeah. You know? Big, strong kid, bro. Big, strong yeah. kid. Yeah. And even he's See, okay. pushed a All right, Chris. You know what? Now I'm concerned. Now, now you got me concerned. Because DJ <laughs> Davidson is, is controlling the scrimmage. No, 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 no. At times, he's, you know, at times Still, he's got the push. The, whether it's at times, once, twice, three times... You know, it's too off. It's too much you know, for a late round Look, a lot of it's against the twos, too. You know, he, nah. he's done some, you know. But I'm just making the point of, yeah. um, you know, that this, the interior of the line has to, has to progress a little bit. They got to tighten up the ship. Um, and, uh, you know, and Evan Neal, you know, all that. He's, you know, he's got to learn a little bit more. He's got a technique. So he'll, he'll get his, you know, you can see the potential, man. It's, it's such a pleasure to watch him at times. You know, the kid's a mountain of a kid and he's moving around and. I had a question for you. Does yeah. Neil look better than Thomas did three years ago, or are they about the same? Yeah, yeah, I think Neil's looked better mm. his first week at camp than Good. Thomas did back. Yes. Yeah. You know? Okay. Um, tight end position. Look, Ricky Seals-Jones, had, I don't know what the hell's going on. He hasn't been practicing. He didn't this practice. Bellinger's to the lose, baby. What? It's Bellinger's to lose. Look, Bellinger's the guy there. Chris Mayak's been getting a lot of reps. Nice. Um, you know, uh, so Ricky Seals-Jones and Jordan... Atkins, uh, you know, um, believe it or not, Jerry, the undrafted free agent, Andre Miller. Yeah. Um, a kid was a receiver in college. You know, he's a pretty big kid. He's over here playing tight end. Um, he's been playing pretty decent for them in these training camp practice. So you're going to see a lot of him in preseason because the tight end position's uh, pretty thin right now, bro. You know, it's, nobody's yeah. stepping up and saying, okay, you know, Ballinger's the guy they want, Jerry. That's the guy they want. Yeah. 
to uh, be, you know, get those majority of the, of the reps, which, like I said, it's a season's a little over a month away, but if the season started today, Bellinger's the guy, bro. You know? Yeah, yeah. Bellinger's the guy in there. Um, so, uh, but look, a lot of running back, Matt Breida, everybody's seen this guy over the years, how fast he is. Yeah. You can't even appreciate it until you see it up close, man, how fast. He's going to be involved in a passing game. Uh, haven't seen many screens yet in practice, Jerry. Not many screens, but they use the running backs in all different ways, receiving wise. You know, so and look, the installs are in. They're basically, the offense is a slow, but they always they're always tinkering, doing different things, and that's what's great about. It seems what's great about Dable. Tyrod Taylor still look pretty good, or no? Yeah, he looks. Tyrod looks. Tyrod. Tyrod looks really good, you know. Um, nice to have a nice to have a capable his, I mean, his the way he's he's so crafty that pocket. He is so shifty yeah. with his feet, man. He just yeah. he'll roll to his left. He'll do a spin move, a la like Russell Wilson. Roll to his left and fire a dart down the field, man. Yeah, you know. Um, nice. Um, right. So he, look, he he, he looks he, he throws a nice ball. He looks good in camp. Davis Webb, um, borderline, you know, tomato in camp, uh, throwing the ball. You know, so, but you know, nobody's, you know, he's a, third, we know he's a third string guy. It's going to be Daniel and Tyrod. We know that. You remember so. when Davis Webb was, what, let's see what we have here four years ago, whatever it was, five years ago. Let's yeah. see what we have with Davis Webb. Yeah. Okay. A uh, long time ago. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs. So your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Uh, all right, let's let's go to the defense now. So you, Dexter Lawrence and Leo Williams are having Pro Bowl camps right now. <laughs> Aside from them, let's go to the outside. How's our boy Thibodeau look? Uh, yeah, look, look, Jerry, you could just see the potential, bro. Yeah, uh, you know, and he's not even. See now, now I'm excited again. I'm excited again. Yeah, no, listen, it's not. You should be excited, bro. You should be yeah. excited. There's nothing. That, there's nothing to get down about. Look, the offensive line depth is a concern. No question about it. Right. Yeah. Uh, we kind of knew that, though. It yes, wasn't like yeah. we looked at this roster and said, oh, we're eight deep. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Looking with Corey Cunningham. <laughs> uh, who's gone. You know? Right, I, mean, I know. That one time yeah. we were looking at him like he's one of the swing tackles, right? I know. It's and amazing. he's long gone, you know? Uh, so there's a concern yeah, like, there. Real quick, that's what I was talking about before. Corey Cunningham was a swing tackle last year. He's not on the roster this year. No, there was exactly. no way we were going to have depth. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, it's just, look, there's... <laughs> Look, look, folks, me and Jerry, we're not looking at this roster and saying, oh, we're eight deep, we're good, you know? So, <laughs> so uh, they're going to have to, look, these youngsters, Jerry, this Joe Shane draft class is going to have to step up. Yeah. Right. They're going to have to play rep. Dude, we're not good enough to let up second, third, fourth, fifth round picks say, oh, okay, yeah, we'll see you next year. Don't worry about it. We're that yeah, deep. Right. No. Right, right, right. These right. Wandell Rams, as we all know. Unfortunately, Dane Belton's, who's now out, six foot yeah, with the show. You know the McKethans, these yeah. guys. You know the Bellingers. 
Yeah. These guys are going to have to play, Joe. They're going to have to step up. We're going to need these guys, bro. Right. We're going to need these guys. Right. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. Joshua Zidi, you a third-round pick. We're going to need these. We, obviously, we know we need Neil and Thibodeau. That's not even a question. We're going to need these guys. Yeah. You know? That's Quite the way this roster is, everybody. We're going to need these. We're going to need these guys to play, Jerry. They're going to yeah. have to play. Yeah. You know? Um, so the defense-wise, look, Adoree Jackson, coverage skills, really strong so far. Uh, you know? Uh, I think Kenny got him today. God, they got him today on a got nice ball. Yeah. But it happens. Look, Jeff, when you play press man all the time, yeah. like Adoy's been doing, you're going to get beat, bro. It happens. Sure. But he's been be... really strong. Adoy's really Now, my boy Aaron Robinson, who I like a lot. Who you interviewed. Yes, you'll see in the next insider. Uh, real quiet kid. I had, a, I had to really loosen him up to get, <laughs> to get him to talk. He's a real quiet guy, man. Real quiet guy. I was actually breaking his chops about it. I actually got him to laugh and loosen up, and he started talking a little bit. But, um, <laughs> look, he's been, at times, he's gotten beat in real tight coverage. Yeah. And he told me, you know, he's got just some technique things he's got to clean up. Yeah. Um, but he's playing. Look, Jerry, he's being asked to play man press a lot, man. Yeah. You know, against pretty good receivers. Right. Right? So you're going to yeah. get beat sometimes. Kadarius, Tony, you play him in man press. Good luck, bro. Good yeah, luck. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dale Robinson is the same way out of that slot. You play him in that slot, man. You're gonna you're gonna be up 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 on his grill as a man press. Good luck. I'm telling you right now. Does Wandale remind you of anyone, Chris? I'm just curious. Yeah, Kadarius. <laughs> he reminds me of Kadarius a lot, you know? Mini Kadarius. He's got shifty feet and all you know? Yeah. He's, yeah. you know. Um so look, Dory off to a good camp. Yeah. Uh Aaron Robinson. He you know, he's gotta improve with some stuff. But he's Jerry. He's the op, he's the other corner. We all know that now, right, dude? He's the other corner. Yeah. Um, Cordell Flott has shown some things at times. He's been playing on some outside and the reps because they're going to need some outside help. They're yeah. thin on the out. They're thin at cornerback, Jerry. Cornerback. They're thin at cornerback. Yeah. If a Dory Robinson go down, you have the kid Flott. You know, Donnie Holmes. I think we all know. But look, he's made some plays. Three picks, fourth fumble. But he, you know, when he's in those one on ones, though, in space. Look, he's only he's, been he's beat. only meant he's only meant for the slot. You know, he's been beat. You yeah. know, um, but he's off. To, look, he's having a pretty good camp. Um, and and at safety wise, you know, McKinney, Love. Uh, now they, you know they brought the Joe Shane with a great signing with Andrew Adams, the veteran. Yeah, they brought the other veteran Wilson over. We'll see how that works out. Um, and then the the undrafted free agent. And they cut your boy Williams. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Jerry yeah. Williams. They released a little hamstring issue. They, they released him. That sucks. Uh, and the kid that, you know, a lot of people felt should have been drafted, and this happens every draft, Yusef Corker. Right. And he's 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 shown some things, too. That's so the safe, That's what you're looking at, the safety position. Yeah. You know, now, linebacker, Jerry, you know, we know the outside. Z, don't forget, Aziz hasn't even played a, a rep yet. I know, it's a bummer. He should be back in a few weeks. Yeah. I see him running around, Jerry. I don't think he's long. I don't think okay. he's long. Uh, you know, obviously Thibodeau, look, he flashes those moves. You know, he's all business on the field. You know, yeah. I like that. You know, and, and got then, a million, you know, it looks like he has a million I, I tell you, moves, Jerry, too. I, I tell you, Jerry, you know what's funny, dude? Yeah. One guy that's having a pretty good camp that we basically, know. we basically rode off I know. from since last April. That's, you know what I'm saying, right? I know where you're going O'Shane, with this. O'Shane Zimenez. Right. He's having a good camp. Yeah. You know? Um, 
is he, is he, jump, is he jumping off sides at all or is he good? No, no. I'm just, oh my God. I'm just, I'm just telling you, he's having a pretty good game. Quincy, Quincy Roche has been pretty quiet this game so far. Okay. Uh, but take hey, listen, guys, guys, I hope Roche Zimenez does well. Like it's yeah. the more the merrier on the outside Absolutely. rushing the passer. It's fine. Right. But it's just, it's comical right now. That's all. Right. And you know, right, you know you've seen a lot of Jihad Ward, you know, it's going to be Aziz and Thibodeau. You know, yeah. when Aziz gets back. But you got some depth over there, man. You know, Jihad Ward's... Carter uh, Coffin Elsa Smith has done some things at times. You Coffin know, like I said, in. the X-Man, Zimenez. I mean, he's having a good camp. Yeah, ah, he's... Co- go ahead, go ahead. What about Coughlin? Yeah, he's been with the threes. Yeah, okay. He's been with the threes. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he's in trouble, Jerry. All right. You know? Interesting. Uh, Cam Browns, you know, with the threes a lot. Yeah. Uh, Micah McF- you know, the draft pick McFadden. He's been in there with the twos and threes. Uh, got okay. some re- you know, sometimes you, they'll throw some re- ones, you know, reps with these guys. But it looks like you know, it looks like it's it's Tay Crowder and obviously okay. Blake. Blake's been increasing his workload as we go along. So Tay Crowder's holding everybody off right now, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I tell you what, Jerry, I'm going to give you somebody to keep an eye on. Who Hang on, you know what? Bo- this is a, this is a teaser. Hang on one second. We're going to take a break and be right back with uh, what Chris is going to tell us. Hang on one second, guys. And we're back. All right, Chris, go ahead, bud. Jerry, um, there's one guy to keep an eye on. He's a rookie coming off that edge, playing in the inside, shoots those A and B gaps. He was a pretty good blitzing linebacker in college. I like his speed, Jerry. I like what yeah. I'm seeing, and that's Darian Beaver. I, I like what he's doing. Uh, you know, yeah. he the other day he was, you know, he dropped up. He showed blitz. He dropped. He dropped out of a blitz, went into coverage, picked up Alex Bachman on on like a little skinny post, deep post, and he was man. He was running right with him, incomplete pass. Right. I was really impressed with his speed. I like the way he explodes in blitzes. He they use him off the edge. You know, Wink uses mm-hmm. him off the edge. Um, by the way, remind me to tell you the Wink and Dable story yesterday too. Oh, uh, okay. Wink is, uh, but so this kid Be- Beavers was he a seventh round pick? Right, Jerry? Was he a sixth, seventh round He was, pick? I believe he was there. I thought he was a sixth. I'll, I'll look it up. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Hold on. I got him fun right here. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm totally forgetting what the hell he was. He was a sixth round pick. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Um, like what he's shown. Like, yeah. like I'm, I mean, I'm really anxious to see him against uh, New England, you know, in the Bengals in these preseason games to see what, to yeah. see what he does against competition. Because I like what he's doing in training camp. Yeah, I remember when he was picked, Syverson tweeted that they got that was maybe their best value pick, and then he gushed about him even on our podcast a bit. So, um, you know, he had him ahead of McFadden even in the draft. So it's interesting to hear him playing well, Chris. That's good. Yeah, yeah, I like I like what he's shown. So um, uh, that's that's where we're at with the defense. Um, corner, a little thin, very thin. Yeah, depth yeah. wise, uh, Julian looks pretty good at safety. Um, Wink is. At times, man, he's just bringing a <laughs> Wink is showing all kinds of looks, man. He is sending a house at times, being very aggressive. So, quick story yesterday. I think it was Ellison Smith. Oh, it might have been X-Man. It might have been Zimenez. Anyway, got a little too close to Davis Webb. Kind of rolled up near his leg. Kind of actually touched his leg, you know. Hmm. I saw Dable was like, with his hands up, like, whoa! You know, you know quarterback, red jersey, the whole crap. And... He walked over to Wink, and he let Wink know, like, you know, what are we do? I was right in front of me, Jerry. It was right, and he's like, yeah. what? Are, and I, and I'm like trying to listen. And he's like, you know, and Wink is like, 
his hands up the tank commander with his hands up like what do you have you want from me you could tell he's like what do you want from me you know are we playing so it was a pretty interesting exchange you could tell dable was upset and then wink wasn't like wink wasn't like oh yeah sorry dave you know i'll tell the guy wink was the tank commander was like he was like, well, what do you want from me? Like, you know, like, well, I'll be playing football or not. You know, it was like one of those type deals. That's great. I saw Dable go over a little while later. Wink, they, they, you know, they had a few words. They exchanged a few words. They didn't go any further, but pretty interesting. And let me tell you something about this Dable. You know, really good dude. Really like him personally. Getting to know him a little bit. Um, players coach. Players love playing for him. But you see it on the field. He's got, don't, don't mistake in kindness for weakness. I've seen him get into. I've seen him get into some guys. It's a great quote. You know, I've seen him get into. I never heard that before. What? Don't mistake kindness for weakness. You never heard that one before. I never. It's a real. I haven't. Or I haven't heard it in a long time. That's a really good quote. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, um, he'll get into you. Yeah. I've heard him a few times. You know, like even Daniel, he's going to deal with the mistakes Daniel makes. You know, now, and then he's going to want to see few mistakes as we move along. Yeah, and then he's gonna want basically really no mistakes going up to Tennessee. You get what I'm saying? Now yeah, I'm not right. saying obviously mistakes happen. What I'm talking about is when mistakes happen when they shouldn't happen anymore. You get what I'm saying? Right. He's yeah. being patient with it now. Right. His patience is gonna get a little less and less as we move along in the process here in August. And yeah. obviously when we hit September, there's gonna be certain things that Dable's gonna be like, Daniel, no, we're not doing that. Right. His patience is getting, that's the way Dable is. I could see it already. Okay. Talked about it with him a little bit. You know, he knows, he understands. It's a whole new offense and all that, and they're going to make mistakes. But maybe some of the throws that Daniel make, made July 28th, Jerry, mm-hmm. it's not going to fly if it happens August 28th. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, right, right. And that's the way Dable okay. is, man. That's what they, yeah. you know, it's all about progress with Dable, man. That's the way, that's the way he is. So, now, um, how is he with Kafka? Are they just constantly communicating? Him and Kafka? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were constantly, you know. Um, and look, you see what they're doing in that red zone. We'll shift back the offense one quick second. Just different things. Yeah. Right? And motion, a lot of motion, bro. Mm. And you're going to see Wandell out of that backfield running the ball. You're going to see Kadarius in that wild cut. So, matter of fact, Dable asked Kadarius a couple of days ago, hey, listen, I'm thinking about putting you in the wildcat. I mean, I want to expand some of your responsibilities as far as wildcat look, maybe running, maybe even winging it, Jerry, because Kadarius got a pretty good arm, dude. Okay, and he wants he wants he likes to get a feel of the plays. Listen, what do you think about this? And if the player goes, "Hey, coach, you know, I'm not real comfortable in that foot," Dables he scraps it. Okay, good, get rid of it. You know, not like, oh no, it's my way. You're gonna do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So he went to Kadarius, and Kadarius said, "Yeah, listen, whatever you need." You want me out of the Wildcat? You want me throwing the ball 30 times a game? Whatever the hell you need. I'm, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll be there. Right. You know what I mean? So Puts the ball in his hand. That's right? what Dable does, Jerry. He yeah. he comes up with certain stuff. He'll come up with different things to each player. Hey, I want, I, I'm looking to do this with Jerry Fall. Jerry, I want you in that Y. That's, I, want, I need you in that X sometimes. Uh, I need you in that Z. How do you feel in the Z in this format? Well, coach, you know what? I'm not real comfortable in that Z. And, you know, and, and he goes, okay. That's what he does, Jerry. And, and that's yeah. what Josh Allen talked about up in Buffalo, why he's so successful, why everybody loved playing for him, because he goes to you, and it's not just like, okay, this is the first 15 plays. I don't give an F if he's comfortable with it or not. This is what we're doing. You know what I mean? Right. right he right, goes right. to you and says, all right, Jerry Foley, here's our first seven plays. Listen, I'm thinking about this, this, this. Are you comfortable with these concepts? 
Um, coach, I'm good with this, this, this. Hey, coach, you know this fourth one right here? Uh, I'm not too comfortable with that format. Okay, get rid of it. Boom. Kafka, get rid of it. Boom. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. That was part Chris. of his, one of the reasons why he's so successful up at Buffalo. And Josh, hey, look, you don't have to take my word for it, Jerry. Josh Allen said it, you know? Yeah. Josh yeah. Allen said it, so. Um, yeah. So, uh, but Wink, hey, Jerry, he's going to send the house, bro. You know, you know that. I know. I it. love tank. I love that you call him Tank Commander. Yeah, because Jerry, you see him prowling silent. He looks like Patton. But all we're missing is that is that all we're missing is that Jeep with the, with the four star general flag. You know what I mean? Oh, three star. <laughs> actually, it was a three star general Patton. All we're missing was that three star general Patton flag. You know, he's like he just walks on a silent. Like, yeah, I'll kick your ass. You know what I mean? He has that, that's the look about him. You know, um, I'll kick your ass. We're blitzing corners cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, good luck, guys. So they're going to be aggressive. Aaron Robinson, uh, Adori. Um, they're going to be in a lot of man, Jerry. And yeah. That's the way it's going to be, bro. So step up yeah. or get the hell off the field. I don't know what to tell you. But cornerback yeah. is definitely a concern depth-wise. Offensive line is definitely a concern depth-wise. Kind of knew that going in. Um, it seems like we're a little, I don't want to say deeper at safety, but I was a concern because I just, I mean, look, I'm, I'm happy, obviously happy with McKinney and Love and bringing in Adams was was awesome. Um, it's a shame what happened with Belton. Um, but this if this kid Corker... It's an opportunity for him now. So, yeah, look, like I said, Rome wasn't built in the day. We knew we were going to be slim, uh, thin, I should say, an offensive line and especially a corner. So it is what it is. But, I look, I'm, I'm psyched about the defense, dude. I'm still so psyched yeah. about the defense. I can't wait to see Ojo Larry back out there. Either can I, dude. He's bulked yeah. up. I saw him. I saw him um, well, I've been seeing him a few times on his camp, and he's – He's bulked up, Jerry. I think I think this kid's gonna be gonna have a real good year. He'll be. Yeah, I saw him running and everything, Jerry. He's not too far away. You know, he's not too far. Okay. away. Uh, you know what? And the good news about Dane Belton, who was, who has flashed, Jerry. You know, he has flashed right. this kid. Um, is that he does not need surgery? Okay, that's huge. He does not yes. need surgery. So it's a four to six week thing for him. Collarbone too. That's painful, man. That yeah, sucks. Yeah. So you know that's got to heal up. Hopefully, see him in. Um, yeah, hey, hopefully see him middle of September or so, you know? Yeah. Because I like him. I, I like him, man. It is, you know, I, look, I know it's just training camp, a few practices with pads, but I like what I'm seeing out of Joe Shane's uh, draft class, Jerry. I like what I'm seeing out of Joe Shane's draft. Yeah, there's a fine line between saying it's too early to get concerned, it's too early to get happy. But, you know, everything you're saying, like, th- this is what you want to see. You want to see the schemes, you want to see the rookies contributing. Um, you know, I think we're I think we're happy, and I think we're concerned about the right things. We're not no one's flying off the deep end yet, so let's everybody, you know, everybody try and stay even keel. Um, I think there's a lot to be excited about, like you said, with the rookies. So, yeah, yeah. All right, dude. Um, let's get to questions. Um, unless you have anything else, bud. Um, no, I think that's it for now. It's Forty-two anything, minutes of solid blurted out. Coverage, if, I, if I remember something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, okay. And we have a million questions today. You could tell football's back, baby. We'll start off with uh, Giants fan Vermont. Uh, hey, guys, great job at the pod. Thanks for keeping us updated. Do you both think this draft class has potential to be more impactful than the 07 class with Ross, Smith, Bradshaw, uh, or the 05 class with Tuck, Webster? Which out of the three would you take? Yeah, I, let's let's not go crazy. Yeah. We It could be, but it's too early. Out of those three... I would have to go with the Tuck Jacobs Webster draft because of the longevity of those guys. I mean, I know the 07 draft he hit on every, every one, everyone in that 07 draft 
contributed that year. Like Jay Offord got the sack and Aaron Ross and Steve Smith and Bradshaw and Boss. But the 05 draft, I mean, Tuck Jacobs, Webster, for not many picks, you know, of course he hit it out of the park. So, Yep. Um, let's see, next one. Chris, this yeah. is from Eli, DJ, and the G-Men. Okay, on a scale of 1 to 10, how has Jones performed? I'm going to say an 8 based on the three practices that I've attended. Scale of 1 to 10, Chris, what do you got? Uh, at 1 to 10? Yeah. Well, I've been to every practice, so um, I'm going to say uh, he kicked it up the last few. I'm going to give him like a 7 right now. All right, good. Um, let's see. Ramon asking... Offense is starting to gel. Yeah, I think so. We covered that. Um, Kadarius Joni. Bonus question. I'll go with his bonus question because we kind of covered the other. Uh, over under, Tony having 200 yards passing this year. Over under, Chris. Kadarius Tony, 200 <laughs> yards passing. I'll go with the under. Yeah, me too. 200 is a lot for a receiver. That's like, that's like four... Solid gadget plays that work. That's yeah, you got you to remember what you got to remember once you show it on film, then teams are ready for it. You know. Yeah, and assuming they get sixty plus yards on them, I mean, yeah, that's a lot of yards <laughs> for a receiver, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna I'd have to go that one. Say a hundred, maybe, but not two hundred. Two hundred's nuts. Uh, Dean Butera, Chris, what golf course have you played only once in your life that you would really like to play again? Can't believe how much I appreciate the content you create, both the pod and the newspaper. Keep up the great work. Anywhere you played uh, once where you want to go again? Probably uh, the Bedminster, Trump's Bedminster course, the one they just yeah. had the live tournament on. I like to, I like to give that another shot now a year later. <laughs> nice. Uh, Javier Burgos, if you are Wink, are you happy with the current roster to run your defense successfully? If not, what would you change? Well, I'm sure Wink would like another safety in there, you know, um, <laughs> maybe some more safety depth. He definitely would like some more corner, corner depth. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Jose R. From Snowflake, Arizona. Understanding they are working toward week one and getting better every day. What unit gives you the most confidence at this point? And obviously, which one has you holding your breath? I think it's the offensive line. But which one gives you the most confidence, Chris? Probably that D-line. Pass rush? Probably that D-line and the edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Brian Kirk. Good morning, gentlemen. Predict who the tight end walking out on the field for the first play of the 2022 regular yeah. season will be. Yeah, Keep up good, the great work. Yeah, that's a good question. You know what? Right now, Bellinger. Yeah, nice. Chris from Albany, New York football. Fellas looking at grabbing tickets with my son this year. Which game should I choose? A, Panthers, home opener. B, Bears, throwback jerseys. Or, or the, those are the two. Went to camp last Friday, and Brita looks explosive. Um, yeah, I wouldn't go because of a throwback jersey. I, I think I think the home opener is a no-brainer there, bud. I, yeah. I would go home opener. Plus, there's always there's still hope in week two. So I agree. Yeah. Um, plus, if they pull off, plus if they upset the Titans week one, that place is going to be going crazy week two. Place is going to be. They're going to be one. In, they're going to have a winning record for the first time since what? 2016. Yeah. Can you believe that? Is that you can believe that, dude? Uh, that has to be right. It's 2016 was the last time. I, I, yeah, yes, Jerry. That's <laughs> it, that's absurd. That's insane, dude. If they're one and zero, oh, they'll have a winning record for the first time in six years. MetLife, it would be like the Super Bowl <laughs> week two. Wow. I tell you what, Jerry. Just 
just quickly to look ahead and pull a uh, Back to the Future type scene here. Hmm. Just early. Mm -hmm. But I'm such a buffoon. I already look at Ross as a matchup. I really like the way they match up against the Titans. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I like the I mean, if, had, if the Titans had AJ Brown, I wouldn't like it as much. But yeah. I know Derrick Henry's there, but they got you know their receivers now, they got the rookie draft pick. But just quickly, just to look ahead quick. Yeah, Tannehill, oh please. I like the way they match up against the Titans in week one, dude. I said it before, dude. If they play them week eight or week ten, not not nearly as confident, probably chalking it chalking it up as a loss. Week one, new coaching staff, new you know, this draft class. I mean, what better time to surprise them, too, you know? So, but, I'm just saying. I you know, just like your analysis matchup. aside, even. Keep it yeah. close. I like that matchup, man. Go ahead. Good. All right. Tony Thomas at Black Banjo Tony. Try to describe the overall vibe you get in the building with the new regime compared to the previous regimes, especially attitude to the press and relations between players. Thanks for years of great work. So what's the vibe well, you're getting compared to everybody's, now? Everybody's encouraged. Everybody's positive now, you know? Uh, look, Joe, Joe Judge was good with the press too, man. He he never gave us a problem, man. Yeah. You know he might have he might have rambled on for like ten minutes, but he shouldn't have. You and know, he, and he made you wait, and he made you wait sometimes. After uh, the game oh was my over. god! After those. games, it was the most annoying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, everybody look, there's, there's everybody I everybody I talk to. Oh yeah, it's great. You know, we all know that now. You know, if the game start, but. All I could all I could say is that Brian Dable and Joe Judge are definitely two different personalities. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I, let me add Joe in that too. Joe Shane uh, and Brian Dable are mm. definitely two different personalities in that building than Joe Judge and Mr. Cape Cod Gettleman. That you know. Well, this leads into the next question. This is a pretty good one from Josh Stanton, Jerry, Chris. Which of these three is most likely to happen? Number one. Ellerson Smith gets seven sacks. Number two, Adoree solidifies himself as a true number one. Or number three, Joe Shane continues to stare at Chris every press conference until he challenges him to a round of 18. Hashtag best pod in Giants Nation. Uh, probably Adoree. Yeah, me too. I'm going to go with Adoree. But that would be great. That would be great if there was a challenge to 18. Oh, my God. Uh, Brian, we answered the center question before, bud. Uh, let's see. We'll go a couple more. Easy peasy. Fast forward three weeks in practices and two preseason games. Giants are 2-0. and Jones looks like Josh Allen 2.0. Tyrod looks like Tyrod. A Super Bowl contender's quarterback is lost for the season, and they offer a Sam Bradford-type trade for DJ. Do you take it? Uh, I don't know. That's a great. That's not a bad question. It's just too many scenarios. Yeah. Uh, thanks, thanks for the creativity. I, I appreciate it. Um, do I take it? I, I probably would. Uh, uh, Jason Honeywell. Here's a good one. Chris, how do you balance objective, constructive criticism and unbiased reporting while reporting at training camp? Fans have no idea what the team is working on. It makes it harder to know whether panic should already be setting in. Keep up the great work. How do I balance? What, Jerry? Yeah, how do you balance objective and constructive criticism and unbiased reporting while re while doing it at training camp? Like, I guess the, the balance between, you know, being a fan and, and, and objective criticism. Well, like I always do. I mean, I think everybody knows. Yeah. I think everybody knows me right now. You know, I basically say the way it is, you know. Yeah. If, like, you know, 
if I'm going to be a fan, I shouldn't be in the, you know, in the media just saying, oh, that means everything's good. Yeah, great. Everything looks great. You know, come on. You know, so <laughs> right. like, you know, just Jason, just basically like, I guess the way I've been describing, like, you know, I talk about the offensive line concern, the depth wise, this and that. And anything as far as criticism goes um, of players, you know, I just do, you know, I always try to be respectful about it. You know, if a guy's not playing well, look, this guy's struggling. Right? Where some other body, some other people in the media might say, this guy stinks. Yeah. Oh, this guy shouldn't, you know, he doesn't belong at this level where I might say a guy's struggling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, people, you know, in the media, some people in the media, they quick to, you know, the label professional athletes, total and complete bums. Yeah. You know, I see it in baseball too. Meanwhile, these guys can never hit a baseball if a guy on toss it underhand, you know, but there's a way to criticize, you know, there's a way to criticize doing respectfully. And, and look, I remember a couple of years ago, Jerry, I told you that somebody reached out to me from the Giants building and told me that, hey, you know, your tweets, um, people see them, um, but they respect that you do it respectfully. Yeah. Because, because this guy and this guy, I'm not going to mention any names, you know, they do it like like there's a vengeance, like they they love doing right. it. Where you said, right. you know, Chris, we see your tweets, and it's, you know, and that's part of the job, you know, criticizing. But you you know you have a way of doing it respectfully, and that's what I try to be, Jerry. You know, I mean, unless a guy is acting like an absolute complete idiot, besides being a tomato, you know, not gonna go out there and just rip the guy. You know what I mean? Like that guy sucks. Yeah, right. I, although I do it for my Red Sox sometimes. Don't get me wrong. But as far as covering the Giants, you're a fan there, you know though. I mean? um, yeah. You know, no, you just do respect. I guess that's the way I balance. It. I hope that Chris, answers your question. Jason. Speaking of that, and no, it's a great answer. Um, speaking of that, though, I know you, you killed me for the Rangers fans being obnoxious, and rightly so. I get it. This Jared Carabas dude. Oh my God, he's. Oh, he's intolerable. He's insane. <laughs> he's intolerable. He's I an mean, insane Red Sox. He fan. hates the Yankees more than oh, he likes the Red Sox. I think he'd rather see the Yankees lose than the Red Sox win. And, and listen, I I hate the Eagles, but I like the Giants more. I think he I think he's on the side of, and I say this because Chris now follows him. He's a Red Sox fan, but I this guy is on my on our Twitter feed as much as you are. You got to, and I'm just like, right? man, what's that? You gonna kick out of him or no? <laughs> I kind of do because I I don't care as much. If he was like a if he was a devil's guy, I'd be like Chris. We have to mute him. I'm gonna go insane. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> like, you know, you know, it's unbelievable. Like he's tweeting about the Yankees losing as the Red Sox are losing at the same time. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Look, can we worry about the Red Sox? Don't worry and about it's the kind of I kind of laugh because he's like. Yeah. Look at Garrett Cole painting the corners, and somebody just blasting one out of the stadium today. Like I'm like. Holy cow! If I care no, no, more being, about the Yankees, no, no, he's being a wise ass. He's being a wise no. I know. Ass. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. And, and I'm like, if I cared more about the Yankees, this would really bother me. But I, I kind of find it funny. I, I see that. So. See, that's the difference, like right there. Like I, I know Caravis is is a he's a red, lunatic Red Sox fan, and and he takes great pride in seeing anything bad happen to the Yankees. Huh? Yes. I, I, like here's the way I look at it. Like my team is 500, right? The Yankees yeah. have 70 wins. <laughs> like, dude, right. I'm not going after the Yankees because they're losing right, a game right, right. today. Could right. you worry about the shit show that's going on in Fenway? You know what I mean? <laughs> that's that, you know, that's I just have a different mentality. Maybe because yeah. I'm older. I don't know, Jerry. These guys are all young. No, I think that comes with age. I do. I definitely do. You know, Absolutely. like, dude, 
like we you know we 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 had a first baseman all you know couldn't catch a literally a ground ball or a pop up literally literally yeah and yeah. I'm sure Jerry saw some of my tweets of anger literally okay yeah yeah and now we got you know Hosma at least the guy could catch a freaking ball you know and then you're you're tweeting about the Yankees losing two to one like dude who cares uh, you know, I know. Who, you know so, but that's the way he like is I said, that dude, if that was if he was Devils I'd be like oh Chris we have to have a discussion I, I can't I can't watch this <laughs> I can't look at this guy. <laughs> Uh, we'll go two more. Um, Nico Ryson. Uh, what have you seen of Sandro Platzgummer? Any outside chance he makes the team? Absolute. Absolute no chance. No. Zero. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Last one. <laughs> Sandro Platzgummer question. Nice. Last one. Mike Holdner. Just had my firstborn child, Cooper, last week. Congratulations, buddy. He seems to love the podcast, especially at the 3 a.m. feedings. Thanks for the great content and for keeping me awake. Hashtag bye-bye golf game. Hashtag buffoon crew. So it wasn't a question. It was a very nice comment. Congrats, Mike, on Cooper. I'm sure he's awesome. Um, that's Which great stuff, me, man. I would love to hear that. Oh, I wonder if you named him after Eli's brother. No. Which leads me uh, into something, Jerry. Um, I have met numerous followers Oh yeah. in this training camp. Yeah. I mean, just great people. Um, everybody I've met um, has been just been, uh, you know, just, just great people. Um, from Adriana, I have followed to, of course, I'm so bad with name. I, you know, people coming mm-hmm. up and, I, I, you know, I, saw, I met a guy the other day uh, with him and his wife. But another guy took pictures with, you know, him and, and, and loved the podcast all that stuff, Jerry. Um, so, whoever's, I met another guy, uh, Kyle. I think his name is Kyle, if I remember right. He actually lives over here in Huntington County. He plays golf. Is that Kyle Cass? Kyle Cass, yes. Yeah, he met asked the question. I didn't get to it. I'm sorry. What happened, Jerry? He asked the question. I didn't, because you, you answered it already. Okay. He said, well, God, I hit met, the link I soon. Met, I met Kyle and his dad. I think he actually plays golf at my golf course, too. He lives out yeah. by me. Um, nice dude, man. Him and his dad. I met younger guys with their parents. Um, obviously, Adriana. I, I think we talked about that. Yeah, uh, she's she's there like almost every day by herself, dude. Watching camp. <laughs> that's Adriana. a buffoon. In a good by way. herself, you know. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, that's how much she's into it. Um, nice. And I met you know some other people, and um, it's really some really good people, dude. I'm telling you, some really nice people. Um, and you know, just keep reaching out when you're there. I don't know how many people. I'm sure some. I'm sure a lot of followers will be going to this fan fest Friday night. Um, so reach out. Uh, from what I understand, we're going to be on the field. The media is going to be on the field. Uh, so whoever's up there, keep reaching out. Uh, hopefully, I see it. I do check my Twitter. Obviously, during practice, direct messages. I will keep checking as much as I could because I got to watch. You know everything that's going on too. So I might get back to you late. Uh, a couple of people, you know, like I, I didn't see them. Like, oh, Chris, I'm over here. I'm over here. You know, this and that. I tell them what the hell yeah. I'm wearing, because I like to meet these people, Jerry. You know, you know yeah. I like putting the face, you know, to the to the Twitter account, dude. No, it's good you know? stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. I was actually breaking uh, Asiana's uh, chops the other day. I said, hey, hey, we'll hook it up again, me and you. You know, because people, because <laughs> I mentioned at the last podcast, people were like, what do you mean you're hooking up? <laughs> you know, <laughs> right, right, right. Poor, and poor Asiana had to go on Twitter and say. I'm happily married to a Red Sox fan, which is probably the best move she ever made. 
you know, I'm sure the guy's aces, you know. Um, but so I was breaking <laughs> up chops saying, hey, we'll hook it up again, huh? You know, uh, when I saw him at the stands. Uh, but it's all, you know, all fun. Um, old, look, dude, older Jerry, I met, a, I met a guy, I'm 55, I met a guy in his 60s uh, last week. Um, and and he, he, he goes, I don't know how the hell, you know, I guess he recognized my face. He's like, Chris, and, just, you know, he went back to the, Man, he went back to the 70s days. We were talking yeah. a little bit about old football. Yeah. And then uh, I was happy to be with Russ Salzberg, a longtime media guy out here in New York. And he knew Russ. And he was talking to Russ about the old incidents Russ had with this guy and that guy. And But, dude, the point of the thing is, like, you know, this is the time of year where people, you know, you can meet people, obviously, when the season starts yeah. or not. But actually, when training camp ends, I won't be. I think it ends the 14th is the last open practice or the 12th, whatever the hell it is. But, dude, listen, everybody – um it's been great meeting you uh keep reaching out because look jerry before you know it dude it'll be the last open practice yeah you know we're only ones to be at the, at the practice would be just us just the media you know that's gonna be it you get you a know? lot of yelling when you're on the sideline from people chris you get a lot of yelling I, I, over. I, I, look i don't want to sound like you know but i've yeah. heard some business flying my way is that what you're talking yeah. about oh yeah. yeah 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 listen you know i've heard you know uh, you know and this and that so it's been great um meeting people it really hasn't you still have, hopefully i meet some more at the fan fest and um hopefully uh you know after that with the open practices whoever's there um you know uh, i know a good friend of mine lou pika from Staten island i know he was there today hopefully I'll hook up with him he's he's a diehard fan and um you know so guys like that jerry it's it's been it's been pretty good man you know it's been pretty cool so good stuff uh, having the fans back man yeah, yeah, it's been pretty sad. You could tell Dable really enjoys it. You know, the players get pumped up with it too, Jerry. You know, the players get pumped. Yeah. They come, they come yeah. on the field. People are yelling, screaming. You know, they miss that crap, bro. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Seriously, Jerry, it's like you know we're having practice the last few years in training camp in a funeral parlor. You know, the, all yeah, you hear right. is like me and Jordan Raynard talking, and then <laughs> and the play. You know what I mean? You know, it's right. like it was a weird dude. It was a weird feeling. You know. Yeah, nice, uh, good stuff. You know, man. Nothing That's as awesome. weird as watching the game. You know, the regular season without fans. That was. That was really weird, you know, so. Yeah, with the fake crowd noise. Oh, yeah. Right up, it seemed like it was right above my head, too, in the press box. So anyway. Um, I remember yeah, so. one, the, one tweet, but the, the crowd noise is pumped, pumped in, which is dot, 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 weird. <laughs> Something like that. It was just strange, you know. So those days, yeah. are, hopefully those days are long gone behind yeah. this forever, you know, so. Nice. Good um, stuff, man. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So folks, whoever's going, just keep, you know, reach out, direct message. Hopefully we'll hook up some more, some more people and all that stuff, man. All right, dude. We'll probably do another one next, uh, middle of next week as well. And then, uh, uh let's then, see. Uh, Fan Fest Monday. Fan Fest is Friday, right? Or Monday? Uh, yeah. Friday night, Monday. Friday. Fr- yeah. Let's do, you know what? You know what, Jerry? I think maybe we should do it the following Friday next week because we'll talk about the New England game. Yeah. That's a good point. You know? Yeah. That's good. So we might yeah. hold off. Everybody, what's today, Jerry? Wednesday? We might hold off to Friday to get in the New England game or what we saw uh, in that preseason game. Yeah, that's right? good. All right, cool. All right, dude, anything else? No, uh, I think that's it for now. And um, Giants are off tomorrow. Actually, they're doing a walk. Dave will actually tell me they're doing a walkthrough, but no media tomorrow. And everybody enjoy the Fan Fest. Uh, uh, they're going to have a lot of things going on Friday night, two-hour practice. Um, and all that, a lot of stuff for the fans. I think a fireworks show, and I'm sure players awesome. will be out there signing autographs and all that. So, cool. All right, dude. 
All right, guys, Twitter subscription to the Giant Insider. Go to www.thegiantinsider.com and go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. All right, guys, we're almost there. Sundays are Giant Days, baby. Take care, everyone. All right, take care, everybody.